just point out that Breonna Taylor's name is no longer trending on social media, and that is fucked up. Now, it is not enough to say arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. So, more importantly, let's name them. Jonathan Mattingly, Brett Hankison, and Miles Cosgrove, three officers who have murdered someone in cold blood and have not been held legally accountable for their actions. Let's make that change. Using my platform to promote that, as all of us should be having our attention focused on that. If you have uttered the words Macy's, Kohl's, or any other thrift department store, clothing store, supermarket, restaurant, etc., more than you've even thought about the name Breonna Taylor this week, shame on you. Send an email, sign a petition, call officials, let's make change happen. Arrest the fucking cops who killed Breonna Taylor. Now that the Blue Lives Matter and All Lives Matter people have left, let's get into some tunes. Hard to believe that I'm up to episode 11. Uh, my apologies. Oh, am I, am I, am I too hot? my microphone uh-oh that was wrong uh, i'm not too hot on my microphone because i'm talking softly uh well my apologies to anyone who probably listens back to these on spotify uh, i've been slacking i've been a, a bad boy <laughs> yeah i have not uploaded the last two episodes timely to spotify but they are up now or at least they should be up soon enough uh i put them into anchor which is how i get my stuff onto spotify and my other platforms i don't know if anyone uses those other platforms to listen to me but it's up there um yeah so those should be there shortly for you folks to catch up if you are interested in doing so on my spotify page uh jmft media that is my podcast username or whatever you call it my handle rather on spotify but yeah, let's hop into some tunes. Uh, the first artist that I'm actually going to play tonight is a buddy of mine from high school who makes his own music. His name is Dan Marillo. Marillo. I love Dan. Uh, his alias is Pablo Swanson. And I'm going to play one of his tracks that he actually did a feature with another dude I went to high school named Sonny. And it's kind of fire. So I'm not going to front. So this track is a track by Pablo Swanson. And it's called, I'm fact-checking myself, it's called Falling uh, by Pablo Swanson featuring Sonny. So, enjoy. Falling, Life on the edge, if I fall, I'm power tripping on thin ice. I ain't about to slip in ice in my veins. I ain't about the mittens. My heart cold, yeah, it's frostbitten. I'm too good for these bad bitches. Life is a game, and I am winning. Keep more secrets than mass magicians. They add problems like mathematicians. We adding bills all about the money. God gifted came rap like mummy. She fucking with him, cause his name is Sonny. Got her on that grass like a fucking bunny. Talking about the cush blow in the air. In a room of eyes, they all giving stares. And I'm walking up, I'm like, the gates are there. I'm in heaven, no worries, no need to care. Till the night fall, then the devil call. I'm on another call, so I ain't pick it up. He ain't give me shit, so I don't give a fuck. Try to sell my soul for a million bucks. Call me Tupac, cause I'm about to hit him up. Knock the wind out him till I feel the gust. Lay him on the ground like cement trucks. Make him fall like tears till the tears of dust go. Go. Go, 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 
down, down. Life on the edge, if I fall, I'ma die a legend I'd be kicked out of heaven in seven seconds I make peace with the demons in hell Reckon up the city gon' burn, ain't no price checking If I like it, I buy it, some pills, I'ma try it No way, I can't float to the top Bro, I was sitting for pie back in Camp Mariah And bitch, I ain't never get caught I just spent 30 milli, heavy hitting Illy I can sell for a cribby in the hillies In my city, know they fucking with me On my EP, I made tree fitty You cooking up steak with a propane Buffalo hoes love cocaine Smoking all lettuce, no romaine Got my head feeling stir-fried, no low man I feel like I'm falling and I know I'm faded Okay, down I go and now I'm animated Now with Finn and Jake and me and Marceline made it You can't hang cause the circle is gated The beat hit cause it's Pablo who made it The whip clink cause it's Pablo who paid it The cadence of my delivery is painless And I said it twice, you don't know what my name is It's Pablo 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 Once again, that was Falling by Pablo Swanson, my buddy Dan from high school, also featuring Sonny, another dude I went to high school with. Very awesome track. I hope you're listening, Dan. Hope you enjoyed, and I hope you liked the show. Thank you for letting me use your music. You're beautiful, and I hope that I can use your music again sometime. Does the name Elijah McLean ring a bell for any of you? If not, then I'll enlighten you. Elijah McLean was a black teenager who was innocently murdered by the Aurora Police Department in Colorado. The Aurora Police Department has still not acknowledged the fact that their officer's brutality is the direct cause of Elijah's death. So what can you do to help? Well, there's an Instagram page called Justice for Elijah McLean set up where there's a link tree in the bio where you can click on that and you can have an email template to contact Aurora City officials, which would have them hold their officers accountable for Elijah's murder. You can also send phone calls for the same cause and you can sign a petition on change.org, which will help you further the movement to getting justice for Elijah McLean. Posting a black square to your Instagram for Blackout Tuesday does not make you an activist, nor does it mean that you actually stand for the cause. It's definitely a nice sentiment, but if you're not going to sign a petition, you're not going to send an email, and you're not going to make a phone call, you are not helping the movement. In fact, you are contributing to another form of complacency. Sign a petition, send a phone call, send an email. Let's get justice for Elijah McLean. The next tune that I'm going to play is going to bring me into another segue that I do in most of my episodes, if not all of them. This is a shout-out to Quadio, which is a site that I technically work for as a campus representative for Pace University. I'm a major fan and advocate for this platform, and it is also where I found this upcoming track. This song is called Casanova by an artist called 12AM. Very fond of his music. Very fucking awesome sound. Uses a lot of uh, use of that Latin music vibe, and I love that. I love the... I don't know what mode it is. It's uh, that, That's for my music theory people listening to this. I, I'm forgetting the mode uh, of the scales that uh, Latin music traditionally has, but I love it. It is my favorite thing to listen to, and I love playing backing tracks to this kind of music also when I'm practicing my guitar solos. This song kicks ass. Casanova, Casanova for the layman by 12AM. Hope you guys dig it.
Why you talk about the problems from a long time? Whole city on a low light. Oh man, prophecy, let it pour right. Once again, that was Casanova by 12AM, an artist that I found on Quadio. If you are not yet on Quadio, I highly recommend you get on that. All you need is a college.edu email address. It is absolutely free. If you are a musician yourself that is looking to collaborate with other artists, producers, need someone to master your music, if you're looking for new music for rappers, for singers, for bands, what have you, anything you can imagine in the music world that is up and coming, not yet huge, but you want to find and support, check out Quadio. It is the hub for all of those awesome things. I live on that app all the time. It's an app on the phone, but I recommend using a laptop or a desktop because it looks even cooler, but be on Quadio. It is absolutely free, and why not? And also, I'm releasing exclusive music on that platform in the near future, so be sure to check out for that. Now, I'm going to jump into the interview segment of this episode. I interviewed my good friend Natasha, who I met years back. More on that in the interview. Uh, Natasha is one of the awesome artists that has made art for Spitfire in the past. Uh, They are one of the most talented people that I am friends with, and I highly recommend you follow them on social media. So here we go. This is Natasha Berlin, everybody. Hello, everyone. I'm joined here with my amazing and very multi-talented friend, Natasha Berlin. Say hello, Natasha. Hi. Hi, everyone. (laughs) 
Uh, very excited for this interview. So let's just roll right into it. So Natasha, yes. we have an amazing connection in how we know each other. <laughs> and I yeah. love telling this story. So the way that I know Natasha is because we were both at the same concert. Was it the Swimmers Irving Plaza show? Yes, yes. At the same time and are still tight to this day. And that's <laughs> awesome. So yeah, if you guys believe in live music and dreams, that's a story of friendship. Oh. <laughs> but uh, yes, so Natasha, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions about- Go for it. Because you have a bunch of stuff going on for you. So the yeah. first thing I'm going <laughs> to ask about is what are some of the projects that you have done musically? Musically. Well, I had my first ever single come out. It was a feature with my friend's band, No Coincidence. It is titled Blur, and my um, musical name is Tashi, so it's Blur but No Coincidence featuring Tashi if you want to check it out. So it's my, that's the only single I have out so far, but I'm currently working on my first EP. Um, other musical stuff I've done, well, I just finished high school, so I did a bunch of random musical stuff there. Um, yeah, I'm still working on it, but that's my main jig. I'm a perfectionist, so. Yeah, it's very valid. Go, that's awesome. Yes. I can't wait to hear it. So your work with No Coincidence, tell me more yes. about No Coincidence, how you know them. What's the story there? Oh, that's a good story, too. Um, so they went to my high school. They were like the pop punk band there. And I was like, oh, cool, I'm going to support them because there's a band in my school making music I like. So, yeah, I'm going to support them. Um, and then I just started showing up to like every single show. And then my friend was like, yo, you should do artwork for them because they, because I do like fine arts as well. I draw shit. <laughs> so yeah, I hit them up and then I started doing artwork for them. I made them their logo. And then I just became like friends with all of them. And we've just been friends for years now. And um, they're actually helping me with my music. And I still show up to every show, and they're amazing. And I still do artwork for them the whole time. <laughs> That's so, awesome. And yeah. your art is definitely, I would vouch for it personally, because uh, if any of you guys listening have listened to my music before for my band Spitfire, mm -hmm. you would actually know, or I'm going to tell you at least, that the album art <laughs> for our single, Cindy Again, which was also on our album, is actually Natasha's face. Yes. I remember stumbling <laughs> on that image from following her Instagram, and I said, that is one of the coolest things I have ever seen. Can Aww. I use this as album art? And Natasha was like, yes, you can. And that I'm shit. I'm honored, to be honest. <laughs> honestly, it is my favorite piece of art to date that I think we've done. I, I, we've had some really? really, we've had some awesome art. Um, I'm lucky to be friends with a lot of really talented artists, but I love the Sindigan shirts. I love even <laughs> more Sindigan awesome. stickers that we used to have. Oh yeah. So yeah, that that is cuz I just I, it's it's so out there. Like I I <laughs> love art that makes my jaw drop and it's just like what the fuck? That's so cool. So like Thank you so much. This is sweet of you. Of course. No, I I genuinely love the the things that you paint and and draw and your photography because that's that's makeup and photography which is even cooler yeah because I think the the even cooler thing that I end up telling people who ask me about that is that like no that's a photograph that's not 
<laughs> that's not a drawing. And they're like, that's a photo? Yeah, that's a photo. So that's going to lead me to my next question. Um, your art career, what do you, do yes. you plan on doing more with art? Do you plan on sticking with doing art for music more? Um, well, for a while I was planning to go to art school and everything because I've done like art my entire life. But I realized it wasn't really the path I wanted to go down. I wanted to follow my musical dreams. So my art definitely helps me with my music a lot. It helps me get creative with it. Um, and I want to do all my own artwork for my album covers and whatnot. Um, so yeah, art is more of a hobby for me. Something I do on the side. But I still love it. And you do it very well. I and mean, it's also Thank like, you. you're welcome. It's, it's very badass to be able to say that the artist also literally makes the artwork to their music mm -hmm. too. That's, that's something I cannot do. And I, I <laughs> applaud you for that. Cause I have tried and I like, I did just like, um, we, we have this song coming out called good vibrations. And I just, I did like a thing that I saw on TikTok where this guy's like, yeah, put, uh, like the text on a piece of paper and then you could photoshop it into any image so i tried that and <laughs> michael saw it and he immediately made me take it down he was like take that shit down <laughs> it is the worst thing i have ever seen so that is not one of Aww. my talents so i applaud <laughs> you for that um, thank you so about your ep coming up are you going to be yes. playing everything on it is it going to be acoustic oh okay well um so I'm basically going to attempt to compose the whole thing because like every song is fully written out in my head, but I don't play all the music like the instruments required. So my boys at No Coincidence are going to help me a lot with that. Um, it's not going to be completely acoustic. There's one song that's going to be heavily acoustic, but each song has its own completely own identity. And I'm just so excited for everyone to hear it because I've like had this vision going and like I have them written out acoustically already. I have the basis of them. And now I just bought recording equipment. So I'm going to actually start recording things <laughs> and putting things together more. And I'm really excited to show everyone what I've got. Hell yeah, that was actually going to be my next question. How are you recording it? So yeah, cool. You have equipment. So <laughs> are you, yes. do you know how to track? Are you using a specific software? Or an interface versus a mixing board? Uh, yeah, I just got, um, for my interface, I got the Focusrite Scarlet, Scarlet one. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm using Logix. Um, yeah, I'm just, I, my friend from No Coincidence, I keep mentioning them, but yeah, um, Jordan Clark, he is going to be like producing the whole thing, like mixing and everything, because I, I just um, took a class on that at City College where I am a music major, but he is way more experienced than I am. I'm still confused about it. <laughs> so he's gonna um, get everything together and working out well. That's awesome. So mm -hmm. music major, are you going yes. to school now for, as a performance major? Um, uh, well, the, the, uh, the major is called um, popular music. It's basically like, uh, music industry basics kind of thing like you learn a bit of music theory you learned about mixing and about um, music production and you learn about you learn you take some vocal classes and keyboard and guitar classes it's like a 
it's more preps to get you into the mainstream music industry than most music programs are. Because most of them is like, oh, I'm doing like jazz performance, but no, they have that too. But <laughs> like that's actually one. that's really cool though. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's similar to the from my personal experience, the MBET program at University of the Arts in Philadelphia. I didn't go there, mm-hmm. but I was applying there and I took the tour, and that's basically like more or less what they have um, for that major. Uh, I actually mm-hmm. was going to do that too, but I ended up <laughs> switching to broaden it to arts and entertainment management. And then mm-hmm. I sucked at math. So now I'm an English major, <laughs> but that is awesome. English that is, is awesome. It's cool. I get to, I get to write for credit, so I'll take it. Anything that gets me uh, using my creative brain, but I love that English classes are always the best. They are. They're, they're the, <laughs> the ones that I definitely had the most fun in next to history, which is makes me really sound lame, mm-hmm. but I enjoy it. It's not lame. English is amazing. It really gets, it really gets your creative brain going. For sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm a subset creative writing major, so I'm going to have <laughs> no job or home, but it's going to be fun. I'm going to be doing like the old uh, David Hume philosophy trick where I'm selling my, <laughs> my bad literature in like parks but um the life of an artist exactly so <laughs> you're going to city college that's yes. where is that that's in the city of new york yeah yes it is <laughs> um <laughs> it's like in east harlem okay, no west cool. harlem sorry <laughs> um yeah it's by 125th street nice so you're if on anyone, the, the yeah. opposite side of manhattan word you're yes. Yes. you're originally from queens right Right near Queens and Long Island, yeah, like right below Queens. <laughs> nice, yeah, that near was JFK. Nice, and I remember the when you told me you were from Queens and you ended up coming to one of our shows like a year ago when I was still mm-hmm. in high school. I was like, "Whoa, that's like a trip." It's like not a you trip, know what? Trip, but it's you a gotta trip. support the local bands. A hundred, <laughs> very passionate about it. <laughs> no, I know that's that's. If I were to think of like who I know that is definitely like the biggest ally to local music, I would definitely say you come to mind first. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. Of course. I try. <laughs> so while we're on the topic of local music and just music mm-hmm. in general, um, I know you see a lot of concerts, or at least before pre-pandemic, you saw a lot of concerts. Oh, yes. I do miss it. Do you have any favorite concerts, any particular stories yes. that stand out to you? Um, well, my favorite band of all time is Muse, right? And originally when they announced their tour dates for um, their most recent tour, their Simulation Theory tour, they didn't announce a New York one. So I got tickets with my dad in the pit for Philadelphia. And then a few weeks later, they announced the New York date at Madison Square Garden. But I was like, you know what? We'll have a drive to Philadelphia. It'll be fun. We already got the tickets or whatever. Um, a few weeks before the show, the, um, the person who was meant to be the opening act had to bail out. And so to replace them, the opening act was now Swimmers, my second favorite band. That's amazing. Um, yeah, and I think Swimmers is the best band to see, um, like, general admission. Like, they're, they put on an amazing show for the crowd. It's always so much fun with them. And then Muse is, like, the best arena performer, in my opinion, because they go crazy with effects and everything. It's just an amazing time. So I went with my dad. I had the general admission seats. 
and it was the best concert I've ever been to. My two favorite bands, like I will forever cherish that day. That's awesome too, because I I totally agree with you. Uh, I haven't seen Muse before. I would love to see Muse, but I've seen Swimmers mm-hmm. twice, and I concur that they are one of the most entertaining like live performances I've ever seen, especially from Gen Admission. I saw mm-hmm. them at that show uh, that you were at for Irving Plaza, and I also ended up seeing them about two years prior at Terminal 5 when... I was there too. <laughs> Wait, were you actually? That was my first swimmer show. Me too. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I've now seen them seven times. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So yeah, you really have seen <laughs> Here I am. Yeah. I've on two. <laughs> <laughs> There's a band I've seen live most. I think Tide is no coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> I was like uh, Michael with my old punk band Fracture, and then eventually when the new band started, mm-hmm. I said, you know what, you can be in this one. You know, I would say the Swimmers-Fiddler-Frights combination, that oh, was dude. like, I will never get over that. That was I will never forget that show. That was chaotic. It was so tight. <laughs> in an amazing way. I remember, Literally. Too, so like... After mm-hmm. so you were at that show, that Terminal 5, yeah. you remember how crazy that show was. And I think that was the Frights' oh first time on the East Coast. That was, like, way back. Really? I'm I pretty sure that, that was, like, 2017, I want to say. Yeah, um, that sounds right. So that was when they were relatively new. That was before TikTok. That was before Tongues blew mm-hmm. up on TikTok. Um, I didn't even know it blew up on TikTok. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so funny. So I ended up seeing the, the Frights again um, this past November. And uh-huh. I saw them with oh, is it Matt and Kim. I want to say it's Matt and Kim. I personally am not a fan. Uh, they put on a good show. I'll Never give them that. Them. But not not my mm-hmm. cup of tea, which was funny because they're very different stylistically from the Frights. Um, mm-hmm. But I also, they, they were playing at Terminal 5 again. So I went with a bunch of my friends. And it was so funny seeing all of the people that showed up to this concert for the Frights from TikTok. So mm-hmm. like... It was oh really funny. I'm, I'm in like all the way in the front row. I'm in the mosh pits. And then there's like this small crowd of awesome Frights fans who are going crazy in the pits for their songs. And then there's like all the TikTok teens on the outside terrified. Aww. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> first time probably seeing a mosh pit like in person. Poor kids. But the coolest <laughs> story from that concert is um, I'm walking out of Terminal 5 and I see a man standing there that looks very familiar to me. And I realized that it was Mikey Carnvale from The Frights. Oh, damn. So I go, you're Mike from The Frights. And he goes, nah. And then he like <laughs> looks back to the rest of the band who are also standing behind him. And he goes, all right, yeah, you got me. <laughs> um, and then I'm like, yo, I've been listening to your music since I was like 15. You guys are like the soundtrack of my life. Thank you for making you make. And he hugged me and he was Aww. just like, What's your name? And I go, I'm John. He goes, I'm Michael. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the story of how I met the Frights. That's amazing. Concerts I miss so dearly. Um This year was meant to be good for concerts too. It, it's gonna. I'm mourning it's gonna it. <laughs> it was gonna, yeah. Like the whole every concert that I saw twenty twenty lined up. What was it? The the Hella Mega Tour was it with Fallout Boy yeah. and Link? Mm-hmm. Well, the Green Day was on it too, right? Yeah. And Weezer. Oh my god. And oh, wait, I don't think was Blink on it? I don't think so. Maybe it wasn't Blink, maybe it was Weezer. Yeah. Blink but, I don't think I could see Blink without Tom in the band. 
I saw them for the first time in November, actually. They were really, I liked them a lot. But it was that tour with Lil Wayne, and I was oh not God. enjoying it. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was such an interesting bill. Mm-hmm. Like, to put but Lil Wayne. Opened. Wait, really? Yeah. That's, I love that's chaotic. All right, that's chaotic. It was chaotic. <laughs> so wait, so they opened, then Lil Wayne mm-hmm. went, and then Blink went? Yeah, but before Lil Wayne, there was, like, this DJ guy who was, like, bringing out Lil Wayne or something, but he was doing his thing for, like, an hour, I swear. It was so long, and I was really bored. Okay, so this is going to bring me to, what is the worst concert you've ever seen? Ooh, okay, so, um, the people in my friend group really like rap music, and they all really like 21 Savage. I'm not that into rap, I like it, but um, I'm more into, like, intense rock and pop shit um so we all went to see him last year at in august at the rooftop of pier 17 and love that venue yeah i was just not having a good day it was really hot out and i was like overwhelmed and anxious and i was like i don't want to go to this concert i should just leave before we go and be like sorry and then i was like no natasha you have to stay go with your friends and i went and he was not a good performer, and it <laughs> rained. Ooh, <laughs> and, that's an outdoor venue, yeah, too. Yeah, on a rooftop, so we had to all go inside for, like, an hour and wait for it to stop. So, oh, like, um, the person who was meant to be the second opener, like, didn't even open. And then, yeah, then 21 Savage, his music's fine, but he wasn't the best performer. Like, he was he stayed in the same spot a lot. He didn't move around a lot. And I feel like when you're a performer, you've got to move around a lot, especially with a big stage. For sure. And yeah, it was just kind of staying there. And I didn't know any of the songs. My friends were having fun though, but I just could not wait for it to be over. I wanted to go home and go to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, that was the one, I'd say the one bad concert experience I've had. You know, that's actually really funny because I think the worst concert that I've seen was also at Pier 17. Oh, my God. Uh, I love the venue. I'm going to throw that out there. I mm-hmm. think it's a really rad venue. If the weather is nice, it. it's, it's beautiful. So beautiful. It's actually down the street from my school. So, like, I'm in oh. that area a lot. Um, so, I love being there. Like, even when the – during the day, you're actually allowed to just, like, chill up, on, like, on the rooftop, which is cool. Oh, so, I didn't like, know that. Yeah, it's it's the best. So you get to like overlook all of like the the Brooklyn skyline because it's right next to the mm-hmm. bridge. Um, so that's a cool spot. Um, I really hate that I'm bashing like artists on my artists <laughs> play on my artists, but I, I'm an indie. Me too. I'm an indie uh, podcast, so it's all right. These are signed <laughs> artists. Um, yeah. I think the worst concert that I've seen was the All Time Low concert I went to, and All Time Low. I was there. Wait, I love that. Concert. No way. <laughs> I I, I thought all time low was good. The same concert. Dashboard confessional was really good. Um, yeah, I I had never listened to them. They were good. Me either. I was like, they totally won me over. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna really bash into an artist here, and I feel bad. But oh my god, the opener for both of them, Nash Aww. was his name. Yeah, I felt pretty bad for this dude because I, I think he had like a, a big song that was like doing really well. And power to him. Mm-hmm. I. I will fully say no shame to any artist that can make a living or make clout off of their own music. That's awesome. Yeah. Go for it. Chase that bag. Chase your dreams. Go for it. However, um, 
this dude I was just not vibing with. And I felt so bad because no one else in the crowd was vibing with him either. Yeah. Oh my God. There was like this, uh, this friend group of like three or four girls that were standing in front of me. And the guy Nash, he's like wearing a hat and he takes his hat off and he goes, the hat's coming off for this song. And one of the girls in front of me actually screamed, put it back on. Oh my God. What? (laughs) And I'm like, Ooh, that's, that was painful to witness because I know he heard oh, no. her, which is the worst <laughs> because we were like really close to the stage. So that was I probably was right in front. Oh my God. I can't believe I didn't so see funny. you there. <laughs> I, I'm just going to assume that like any concert I've seen in like the tri-state area <laughs> you've also been at. Yeah, it's likely. I'm not going to lie. It's but, cool um, though. I love that. That's, that's like, it's mm-hmm. very conversational for the podcast. <laughs> It really is. I have a good story from that concert, too. Let's hear it. So, me and my friends, you're right, like, at the front. There was only a little bit of people in front of us, and they were, like, teenage girls, right? And there was these two really big dudes right next to us who were really drunk. And I saw them snort some cocaine (laughs) and then attempt to crowd surf over the young teenage girls right in the front. That was definitely not the crowd. Yeah, I was like, no. And I told my friend, he was like, oh my God, I want to punch these people. And at one point they left, thank God. And it was before All Time Low came on. I think they were big dashboard confessional fans. Yeah, Um, that makes sense. And at one point they came back, but then I saw them being like escorted out by security or something. No way. But... I was scared because I was like, I don't want these big ass dudes to make this concert a bad one. But then it turned out to be amazing because my favorite um, singer, Halsey, came out for Remembering Sunday and I was freaking yeah. the fuck out. I remember oh like God. when she came on stage, I couldn't like immediately recognize who it was. And then I just heard someone ask me go, holy fuck, that's Halsey. And I'm like, oh, all right. Now I know who it is. Yeah, I was losing my mind. I was like, oh, my God, she's she's my idol. <laughs> And she was right in front of me for remembering Sunday with All Time Low. I still have that video, and you just hear everyone screaming. You can't even hear her, but one of my favorite concert moments ever. <laughs> I really do miss concerts. I think that... Oh, me too. The one positive that I'm trying to take away with the whole quarantine thing is that I'm hoping mm-hmm. that once live music is safe and widespread once again, I think concerts are going to be the shit for a while. I completely agree. Like, 2021 is going to be better than 2020 could have ever Exactly. Been. Like, I the hope. year had to make us wait. It's like, all right, you know what? We, we're going to give you this really cool year of music, but you know what? We're going to hold it off because the next year, all of y'all are going to appreciate it, like, even more. Mm-hmm. It literally, everything is going to go even harder. And My Chemical Romance are making their comeback. I'm going oh to go to that, yeah. hopefully, and lose my mind. They were meant to do their com- make their comeback this year, too. And then the coronavirus delayed it. And it's like, wow. <laughs> Everyone was anticipating it so hard. Well, no one was anticipating it. Because no one expected them to come back. And they were like, surprise, bitches. And then the corona was like, surprise, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all of you. I, wait another year. I genuinely just like want to see real big fish in a full set. It is such a dumb one, and I know that. <laughs> I saw them at Warp Tour, and I fucking love Real Big Fish. I will fully expose myself for that. I know that does <laughs> not make me cool, 
but real big fish oh my god i just love them (laughs) i love ska punk so much i love real big fish because they're like it is fun but it's just they're they're such fun shows um Mm -hmm. so like that's my bucket list show i almost saw them and then i ended up not being able to go uh, and then the coronavirus happened. So now I'm like, Aww. all right, I definitely need to see Real Big Fish once the pandemic is over. You're going to do it. You're going to see Real Big Fish. Manifest that shit. <laughs> right, manifest that shit. All right. So we're just about at our time. So I'm going to ask one more mm-hmm. question. Do you have any upcoming it's projects fun. that you want the world to know about? Anything that you want to promote, et cetera? Okay. Well, I got to shout out my boys at No Coincidence as always. Um, they just released a single called Half Moon 20 Years. Go check that out. And check out their song with me, um, Blur, featuring Tashi. And look out for my EP, which should be here in a few months, hopefully. Um, yeah. It will be called Listen. So, yeah. Now, is this going to be on all streaming platforms, on SoundCloud? Oh, yeah. On all streaming it's, platforms, hell yeah. I'm going to get it out everywhere. I am excited as hell. Very cool. All right. Thank you for your time, Natasha. Thank you. Wonderful. And mm-hmm. I hope to see you at the next concert I go to. You, you probably will. <laughs> Most likely will. <laughs> Take care. I don't doubt it. You too. Bye. Once again, that was Tashi, also known as Natasha Berlin. Very, very talented artist and musician. You should absolutely te- check them out. Uh... I'm going to play that song that they mentioned, Blur, by no coincidence, but I'm also going to promote Natasha's social media because Natasha makes art and you should absolutely support it. It is 2001Tosh. That is the number, 2001-T-A-S-H. Check it out for their art and for their covers and their original music snippets that they post online. Absolutely awesome person. Um huge advocate for local music and as a local musician at the current level right now absolutely appreciated so this upcoming song that i'm going to play for you guys for the last uh artist that i promote in this episode will be blur by the band no coincidence from new york I worry about you. Are you okay? Are you alright? Are you safe? Secure? Life can be unpredictable and intense for people who are on the edge. You've been on the edge for a while and sometimes I pretend that's okay and push it down and ignore it because there isn't anything I can really do to fix it. And you have a hard time receiving support of any kind, so I get a bit lost. I want to help you. I try different things and sometimes you seem to understand and take it in, but then regress into old behaviors. When I ignore it and just talk jokes and casual politics with you, your time bomb goes off on its own and self-destructs on someone in the blink of an eye. And then they turn for me and ask how to help. They're just as confused as me. This is not a bad person. This is a lost person. You can't really drag someone out of a dark cave when they've unknowingly caged themselves in it and unknowingly hold the key to escape. I really don't know what to do. I'm not sure if anyone does. 
but I do know that I love you, and I will always be there for you. In your dark moments, when you're angry and bursting at the seams. In your gray moments, when you need a joke to crack a smile. And in your proud moments, when you've conquered obstacles that have seemed to be in front of you for your whole life. And by the way, you have done that. Pat yourself on the back a little, and don't forget it. I am so proud. That just about concludes tonight's episode. Thank you all for tuning in. And remember, black lives still matter. And that also includes the lives of any person of color who might be wrongly attacked, persecuted, or killed by law enforcement. Uh, yeah. Preaching to the choir, but we're going to keep preaching. Uh, I do not have it yet, but my band is working on a protest song that will be coming out soon. I cannot wait to play it on the air and to just have it ready for the movement. Uh, this is such an important time that we are living through, and it's important not to tune it out. I know it might be uncomfortable, but that's good. If it was comfortable, we wouldn't be addressing the things that are wrong, and we need to address the things that are wrong if we're going to make things right. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. To all the artists, thank you for letting me use your music and being wonderful people and wonderful friends. Check out all the artists that I've played. And I'm going to play myself out tonight with... I don't know. We'll figure it out. You'll hear which song I decide to put in here. Have a wonderful night, everybody. (laughs) 